Um, so, so last week, uh, when we left off, we, we, no, you all had just, mm, uh, faced a challenge in the woods near Waterdeep, dark woods, uh, that seemingly are affected by the shadow storm in some way or another. I will pull Miro because we need Miro to start with. Uh, make sure I don't have any super secrets on that screen. Okay. Now I'm like just absolutely terrified. Even when I'm at work sharing something for Zoom. Like, <laughs> Anna, did you cut your hair? See, it just no. showed. Oh, okay. It's layered and then it's dark and then it disappears. It does what it wants. Well, it's also behind your left shoulder. So it looks it's foot. short. <laughs> That's What's happening is as the yeah. bangs grow out, it's like getting shorter up here. So it's leveling out. No, it's not. <laughs> there we go. Um, so anyway, so uh, last week you had faced several foes in some dark woods near, near Waterdeep, as far as you can tell, near Waterdeep at any rate. Um, namely among them, aha, pardon the pun, was the nameless haunt who is some, some sort of... Um, flying cat man sounds like a dc comic really but anyway um and he fought you all fairly valiantly after giving you the um suggestion to run you chose to almost try to do that but in the process also were attacked by him and a couple of other denizens of the woods fighting them off bravely and um have just recently discovered that the the Nameless Haunt has flown up to the carpet on which Z and Marin currently are floating. Um, and there seems to be some relationship between this enemy and Marin um, that is as yet, I guess, unexplored. Um, is there anything that I need to add that we missed, that I missed? Are we still in initiative order? Uh, no. Yes, kind of. We never technically fell out of it. Um, you all decided, or whoever's turn it was at the time, decided to watch as the Nameless Haunt flew over to the carpet tentatively. I think that was Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, watch tentatively with caution to see if, to make sure everyone was safe. Uh, and it appears as though that is the case. However, Z at this point is going to be the one closest enough to be able to tell what's, what's actually going on. <clears throat> as the Nameless Haunt flies near to the carpet, you see him um, look at Marin very curiously with his head cocked to the side as if he's trying to process the information about Marin, um, the information that, that he recently learned, which was that, um, that within Marin was one of his former allies, or at least it sounded like it to him. The second Blackstaff, um, Sara Shadren, the green-eyed one, um, seems to have had some sort of relationship with, with the Nameless Haunt. And he has flown up to the side of the carpet. Um, Z, it's pretty obvious to him that you're directing the carpet. So he does approach you with caution. Um, it's not, it's pretty obvious that he's not, he's approaching much more defensively. Um, definitely not flying in for an attack. Yeah. Uh, and he whispers to Marin, um, dear friend, is it really you? Oh, and we have to determine what Marin says. First, we have to determine who the heck Marin is. <laughs> oh, okay. Marin, Marin is still green-eyed at the time. Uh, and he, he responds, Z, with characteristic 
um, babble that is is meaningless to you, uh, but also seems to be fairly meaningless to the nameless haunt. He looks at you and says, how long has he been this way? For some time. I assume you can't understand him either? It is a function of the Blackstaff. No, there are a few who can. Please, we must. There are things you will need. Follow me. You're not going to attack us again, are you? No, we are uncomfortable allies for the moment. So Z turns around toward everyone else and shrugs his shoulders like, okay, I guess we go. So Z's going to just go with it and go friendly and move the carpet along following, hoping everyone else. Mm-hmm. I will uh, drop spiritual guardians and follow. Okay. Uh, the interesting thing, however, is that he does pick up speed. Um, he is able to fly at 60 feet per second, I think. Yes. Um, which is cruising speed for the carpet as well. And he and Z and Marin, uh, Pretty quickly, I would outpace most of you. Barrett, obviously, you can you can boogie along. So how would you like to proceed? Um, I think Barrett, seeing them take off, um, if Don and Ellie are going to start moving that way too, then Barrett would probably jump down out of his tree, tap Don on the shoulder twice, healing him for 20 points of healing. Thank you. And then running at top speed, double dashing to keep up. But he would definitely jump back up into a tree so that he's not running along getting eaten by tree root creatures. Gotcha. Okay, so um, essentially what what that will mean then is that you're going to leave them behind. Is that your intent? You'll be running at both. Probably he would would run just enough to keep Marin and Z in sight. Okay. Um, But trying to kind of trying to keep the two parties in sight but at the end of the day, if he has to leave uh, Ellie and Don behind, he would do that, okay. I think. If it helps, Don would gesture like, go, if that's what you want to do. Because Don's okay with Barrett going ahead. Ellie and I can take the woods. Z is not. Z is trying to lag and do that straddling thing just like Barrett. <laughs> and kind of keep a thread of sight. <laughs> okay, so um, it is a, a, a bit. It's a bit of a hike. Um, the the path that he's leading you on Z because you're kind of dragging behind. Um, he slows his pace a little bit, but he's eagerly trying to push you along. Um, hurry. We must hurry. It's not clear why he's in such a rush, but he's definitely trying to, to hurry you along. Um, and he's paying absolutely no attention to the stragglers or, or any concern you might have for them at all. His, his concern. <clears throat> um, so he continues his flight and you continue to follow uh, putting a bit of a distance between everyone. You both said that you wanted to keep the party in sight, so we'll make sure that that stays intact. Um, as they move through on the ground, periodically he turns and um, fires a, a beam of light from his fingernails into a tree uh, right in front of you, Don and Ellie. Um, and the the tree monsters that you had seen earlier that, that had started attacking you, um, you're just amazed that he can spot them and he's hitting them one by one with beams of light. Um, Some right in front of you that you would have run across very quickly, uh, but he's taking care of those in your path and has realized that now he knows why everybody's going slow because we're waiting for the people on the ground. 
But at the end of his journey, off in the distance, you see a precipice, a, a cliff kind of rising out of the ground, and he immediately soars up it. So those of you on foot will have to actually, it's going to take a minute um, as he heads all the way up. And Z, he deposits or he lands um, just off the corner of the precipice in what appears to be some sort of nest. You are flying. You can choose to land or not. You tell me what you'd like to do. Uh, he will drop the rope of climbing to the ground. Okay. Uh, so it will be found by the party. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. Continue on up and uh, perch in the nest or near the nest. Awesome. So just for the sake of, of making that easy, then um, we'll assume that as he lands, he exchanges some sort of conversation with Marin that you definitely don't understand. And it's not clear he does either, to be frank. Uh, but you do hear you hear a few of the similar phrases that you've you haven't studied the phrases as much as like Don has. But but a, a few of them are familiar. So so Marin is definitely repeating some of his phrases um, that you've heard. He's definitely um, repeating that one particular phrase over and over and over again about Azure Edge and allies. Um, and as we'll just we'll just fast forward a little bit and let everybody join. If that's what you guys, as you approach, um, find the rope of climbing, I assume you will want to join. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are we? Go ahead. He lands in the nest. Hmm. He did. <laughs> he didn't specify where he dropped the rope. So I just assumed from there, it can certainly be from somewhere else. I guess wherever the rope is, is where we end up. So up to Z. Well, I wanted to drop it before we climbed that cliff face. So they'd be able to use it to go up the cliff face. Fair enough. So then like, we will move, or, you know. we'll move the three of you to the edge of the cliff face, which is where Z dropped the rope. Oh, you dropped the whole rope for them. You didn't hang the rope. Oh, Correct. I dropped the whole. Just now figured that out. Sorry, my fault. My fault. Well, the rope. Correct me. Is it? It's. Does it give advantage on climbing, or is it one of those ropes that just like stays still in the air? It's you nodded. And you can move the other end to climb up it as it climbs itself up. Gotcha. So essentially, we take turns climbing the rope and then dropping it back down to the last person, and then they do it again. The the rope. If you tell it to nod itself, because Barrett has one too. Yeah. If you tell it to knot itself, it will knots will appear at one foot intervals along the rope, and then it shortens to fifty feet instead of sixty feet. But then it gives everybody that's trying to climb on it advantage. So it does give us a mechanical advantage. I'm just clarifying that it's one of those ropes that's magical as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. I mean, I'll climb. Okay, so now you guys do get to choose where you would like that to happen. So you are at the bottom. And above you, uh, you're you're probably you're looking at probably 150, maybe 175 feet up. It's a it's a chunk, and just an outcrop with a nest. Well, I can run most of the way up, um, and certainly. Why do you always do that every time I try and use one of my core abilities? No, it's it's- more- that's just monk hating. Oh, it's cool. All right. I can run That's up and... Because uh, I problem. don't need gravity. Gravity and I don't agree with each other. What? What's happening now? Something about gravity? Yeah, Barrett's going to defy gravity. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a whole song about that. Now yeah. you've stuck it in my head. Thank you. 
Um, well, you know, we're, we went into the woods. Might as well. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I can run up the, uh, I mean, we could certainly use this rope of climbing to, you know, kind of hop ourselves up. I can also run most of the way up the cliff and find a good purchase and tie another rope off. I don't know how comfortable are you guys with climbing or do we have some other way to get Dawn? Hmm? I said, I'm fine with climbing. I'm fine with climbing. I mean, I'll, I'll go last. I feel like it's going to take me the longest. So. <laughs> Z's watching best he can with his feather off feather fall poised for Dawn. <laughs> I give him a thumbs up from the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> kind of Dark. holler up to Z. Is, is there enough room up there for all of us? Are we invited? I assume there's room. It's pretty big. Yeah, there's room. Z's waving, not yelling. All right. Eventually, the three of you make it up to the cliff, um, the cliffside. And what you see is a very large nest uh, occupied by both Marin and Z. And then, of course, your former enemy. Uh, everything seems peaceful. They've been talking. I can't make any sense of it. I've been keeping my eyes on you, but they've been doing that for a while. What does the conversation look like right now as everyone's up? Uh, so it it seems as though um, there is a, a level of understanding happening that you've seen um, or, or heard had happened with Ander. There, there is a, a point where they seem to be able to make some sense of each other's community. It's definitely still struggling. I mean, you can see the frustration on the nameless haunt um, as he, you know, as he tries to make sense each, each sentence that comes from Marin, he has to ponder over. And it's pretty clear that some of them he's not understanding, but there's definitely a conversation. There's definitely a back and forth. So there's some, some level of understanding. I'm sorry, uh, but <laughs> well, what? I say, I'm sorry, but can you uh, include us in this discussion you seem to be having? I would also make my way over. Do I have to roll anything? No. Oh yeah. Are we, we're in there, right? Up you to you. Can. Yeah, you certainly can be. Oh, I thought, okay. Sorry. No, it's good. It's all good. You were highlighting all of us. I thought you were moving us in. Wasn't I was. And then I decided that wasn't my place to decide where you were going to go. So I left uh, you alone. And if there's at any point a pause, Aaron, I you tell... Can... What was it? Yeah, I'll, if, if it looks sturdy and safe, sure. Oh, and if, okay. if we appear to be invited, I don't want to get, I'll, I'll just perch up here on the edge of the nest. Fair enough. And if there's oh. a pause at any point, I would tell the cat man, um, he's been this way for about a year, a little, a little over. A year. And no word from Sharoon. <laughs> no. Sharoon? Wrong names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. That was a blast. Is there okay? Is there a break in the? I mean, can can we jump in and talk? Sure, 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 sure. Okay, sure, no problem. With with this alliance that we tentatively have here, can can we at least have your name so we can refer to you? I have, I have no name. My name was lost long ago. Hence the nameless haunt. Uh, Maloon is the person that he asked about. Have you not heard from Maloon? M-E-L-O-O-N, not Sharoon. But you can see my mistake. We don't know uh, who that is. The, uh, I would say that's not Anna that's Don saying. Right, 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 right. No, I, I'm trying to think if if any of you actually would. Um, Barrett, can you... Can sure, you I can. Check, please. What, what would you like me to do? History check. History check. 
rolling. 21. Oh, nice. Uh, the name rings a bell for you. It's one that you heard Renair mention way, way, way back when um, you were having Troll Skull built and making arrangements to have um, all the extra features added working with um, Renair to make sure all those things could happen. And it's it's someone that Renair knows, um, a friend it sounded like, a compatriot, an ally of some sort, but you haven't heard of it since that time. And I, I can't imagine the rest of you, I don't, I don't think it probably would have come up. Um, but anyway, so there you go. Um, the, the Nameless Haunt would reply, uh, Maloon, War Dragon, you will, you will need something he has. Uh, what was the last name? War Dragon? War Dragon. Oh, War, War Dragon. War Dragon, yep. He has the sister to this. And as he digs through the nest, you realize as he's standing next to one of the eggs in the nest, um, the egg is, is significantly larger than he is. This nest is significantly larger than he is. Um, it wouldn't take a, a too high of a nature check to figure out this is probably not his nest. Um, it, yeah. Anyway, so he digs through the nest and um, it doesn't take him long, searches around a little bit, and you see a glint of silvery steel from under a few branches and under some feathers. And he pulls out a very sizable battle axe. Um, the, the double-headed blade is um, so shiny, it's almost a blue color. And set into the blade, are there are holes in both sides of the blade that go literally all the way through with gems set into them, light, light blue gems. Uh, this is Azeredge. You will need her sister. Maloon has it. You will also need this. And he digs a little further. He pulls out a map of, well, I guess it's a map and hands it to you. Um, assuming that you open it, <laughs> it's a map of, of Waterdeep, very much like the many of the maps that you have seen in the past. Who would like to have a look at it? Barrett loves maps. Barrett loves maps. Very well. Ellie as well. Okay. So both of you make a, just make a quick perception check for me. 19. Nice. Uh, 13. 13. Okay. So between the two of you, um, it doesn't, it doesn't take long to discern that the map is a pretty accurate map of the streets of Waterdeep with all of the houses that, that you're familiar with. Many of the shops are shown. There's a couple things missing here and there and a couple things that are on the map that aren't actually in Waterdeep or maybe older shops that, that have been replaced or what have you. But almost every single building, almost every single park, almost every single um, indication of a statue or uh, central water fountains, street corners, they're all labeled meticulously. It is almost... Um, the map itself is almost unusable for navigation because the words literally cover it. it. You know it's a map of Waterdeep, and because you know Waterdeep and have used other maps of Waterdeep, it would work for you as a map of Waterdeep. But for someone who had never been there before, the words cover so much of the actual map as to make it almost unusable. Uh, the words seem to mostly be family names. Um, there are a few exceptions to this. There are... Uh, like some of the parks are named after things or places. Um, there's a park referred to as Neverwinter, things like that. Uh, the, the places that you notice right away 
um, some of the bigger locations in Waterdeep, the names don't even remotely match the things that you know to be. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, the Yawning Portal is a, is a good example. The Yawning Portal is listed as Moonlight Tavern, completely irrelevant or completely different name than, than what you're familiar with. And then there are houses with, with seemingly family names, um, but all in pairs, like everything is in pairs. And most of them are um, names. Um, one is, one is Ruddle, L-R-U-D-D-E-L. And the word that is next to it is um, a, a simple noun, barrel. So it's Ruddle's barrel. And they all seem to be that way, a, a family name followed by some sort of other word. Um, some of them make sense, like Ruddle's barrel. Some of them make no sense whatsoever uh, because they're not nouns. Um, let me see if I can find you a, a real example here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, oops. Uh, okay, so there we go. Yeah, so some of them, again, make sense, like, um, you know, uh, Ruckamer's heir and things like that. But others are um, a, a family name of some sort and the word of next to it. Um, or a family name and the word the, um, I would think Ellie, with your grasp of languages, um, it begins to make less and less sense as you look at it as a map. The only other interesting thing about the map is, um, there is a depiction in the top right corner of, um, the moon rising. It's not a full moon. It's, um, about a three quarter moon. And it's rising over the horizon where the compass rose on a map normally would be is a picture of a moon rising. Off right, you said? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, so he hands you this map and you have a moment to look through it. He says, this, this will only be of use to you in the moonlight. I'm afraid I don't know more than that. You're afraid to say that again, Damon? I'm so sorry. I'm afraid I don't know more than that. And the perception checks go crazy on that. Um, yeah. So anybody want to roll? Um, Z would, but he can't see anything really. He's okay. going to try. Sure enough. 10. 10. <laughs> Poor Z. <laughs> um, so uh, Z, he's really hard to read. He's hooded. He's cloaked. He's shadowy. He's there's, uh, just a few minutes ago, he was trying to kill you. Um, his motives seem unclear. The only thing you can get from him is that he is very, Sullen, very serious. Um, yeah, that's that's what you got. Whether or not he's telling you the truth, whether or not he's actually aiding you in some way, uh, that's again, given the fact that he just tried to kill you, is is a little unclear. Can I ask him um, why? Like, does, is there any reason he thought this was going to happen? Like, was he waiting for someone to show up needing these things? Oh, I suppose you're owed an explanation. The Blackstaff and I once had a history. I was charged with helping to bring about the next one, should, should that occur, should that be needed. I don't know all the pieces of the ceremony required. No one, as far as I know, knows all of the pieces except the Blackstaff. And as you can tell, the Blackstaff doesn't communicate well in this state. These are the two pieces I am charged with protecting. Are these the treasures you mentioned before? These are certainly important treasures. You have to wait to stop. Mm -hmm. I 
unfortunately have no way of knowing when the black staff will change. These are hidden here out of the sight of any who would be enemies of the black staff. Should they fall into the wrong hands or disappear entirely, there would be no new black staff other than your friend here as you see him. There is more, more to be done. The, these and Azure Edge's twin should help guide you. I do not know how they are to be used. Will the map lead us to this Maloon or to the Sister Axe that Maloon, uh, Maloon currently carries the Sister Axe, or he did years ago. He and his friends visited here to retrieve the axe. Azure Edge has been returned to me. Her sister is held in the city. And we don't, don't know. Oh. Nope. After Sorry. You. After no, you. no. I was going to ask if we don't know where he is, Maloon. Uh, no, Maloon is a he, and no, you. I mean, you don't. Um, other than than the fact that Barrett knows he's a friend of Renair's um, from Waterdeep, presumably, <clears throat> he is not a character you have uh, encountered. Encountered. <clears throat> Barrett's going to just glance up at the sky. Are Are we still underneath the influence of the storm? Like, no, we still. You are not. You are outside the edge of the barrier of the storm. He's flown you into the sunlight. Okay. Is there a place where, and I'm, at, I'm in character talking to him. Uh, is there a place anywhere near here that we can spend the evening that might be sheltered, that might be safe? Mm, well, safety depends a lot on your definition, but uh, as long as you are out of the curse of the shadow, above most of this area is relatively safe or you are certainly not incredibly far from the city choose to return you could probably make it there by dusk perhaps a little later right i just don't know that we're going to be able to that we want to return to the city tonight but thank you for your your offer yes I've i've heard the storm is causing troubles well it's not letting any moonlight through that's for sure right that's what I'm thinking. We're, we need to stay outside the storm tonight so that we can read this map. Well, tonight's a new moon, so there wouldn't be any moonlight anyway. Oh, that's true. It's a new moon, not a full moon. Good, good. Uh, I would assume, and I would turn to the haunt, that the map is read best under a three-quarter moon or any moonlight. Oh. I'm afraid I'm not sure. Uh, I, I only know that the map moon is needed to use it. That is That is the portion of of the the portion of the ritual that I am the keeper of. Can I assume that we most we must have both pieces before we take to the tower? Um the tower. He has not been to Blackstaff Tower? No. We got um well our transportation was usurped and we ended up here. Ah <laughs> he chuckles a bit at that uh that's how it happened last time come to speak of it nonetheless uh the tower the tower has changed so very much since i was last there um he he should be safe there the tower knows him however he there is a process of attuning to the tower that he will have to endure whether he can do it in this state or not i i'm unsure when you say this is how it happened last time that might be a useful tale for us to hear. Yes, uh, it was uh, interesting. Uh, 
the the last journey that was made here was with Vajra Safar, and she was in a similar state. Renair, Maloon, and a few of their compatriots were all here for the same reason you are. They were teleported here, presumably by Sara. She she had her way about her. At any rate, uh, she she knows where the keepers of each piece of the puzzle are because she created it. She was the second black staff. She, in her ascension, was plagued with enemies trying to prevent what she needed to do. So she devised this process, this procedure by which the black staff could ascend. It is she whom, with whom I've been attempting to speak. At any rate, have been, Malou, have been, go ahead, please. When you have been able to get through to her, what have you learned? Um, he looks somewhat sheepish, in if if that's possible for such a, um, yeah, such an ominous-looking creature. Uh, he says we've been catching up, nothing more. Judging by his face, his facial expression, his um, pause in the way that he speaks, um, he's a little embarrassed. He he was talking to her, not about any of this or you guys. Do we need the axes before we go into the tower? Do you know that? My understanding is the tower has very little to do with this process. I understand that the map will lead you where you need to be. I do not know where that is. Um, Renair, Maloon, they may have better information. They would have helped once before with Vajra, assuming she didn't do it by herself. Uh, they left here with Azaredge and her twin. Azaredge is... is um, magically returned to me once it is used. Her twin, as her blade, falls with whoever is the keeper at the time. Maloon was the last with her, as far as I know. The process, the procedure, you must, you must be curious. I, I know very little of how it works. The map will lead you where it happens. The axes are a part of it, both of them. Uh, it has something to do with these gems here in the blades. And the moon. I'm afraid that's all I know. I was not there, obviously, for for the process or for her hiding any of the pieces. I just became the keeper after she passed. I don't know if this is off topic, but do you know the name Rhaegar Stoneblade? Stoneblade. Stoneblade. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. Why would I know the name? He was repeating it with saying, find your fate, must speak with Azuredge. But he mentioned the name Rhaegar Stoneblade multiple times. Stoneblade. He looks directly at Marin. Um, and Marin, <coughs> excuse me, Marin replies, Stoneblade, Stoneblade, just several times says the name um, repeatedly. And uh, you can tell he's, he's trying to process, he's trying to figure out what on earth um, Marin or, <laughs> or whoever Marin happens to be is talking about. Um, it's, not, it's not obvious to him and he's having trouble putting it together. Um, but he, he, I'm afraid I don't. It seems I'm supposed to. Uh, perhaps an old ally. Um, is, is, is that person on the map? Did we we'll have to notice that person on the map? Yeah, we'll take a good second gander. So you do find um, Stoneblade. You find that name. And um, you find a, a building referred to as Stoneblade's Tears. Roughly, where is it? It's in the south of Waterdeep. It's probably a couple blocks from the awning portal. 
um, to the west near the coast. I'll show him where it's at on the map. Does any of this look familiar? Did you spend much time in Waterdeep? Uh, I did. Uh, the name doesn't doesn't look familiar to me at all. Uh, I've studied that map extensively uh, over the years, taking another glance at it. Uh, the the names of the places are not. They must have changed since I was in Waterdeep. Many of them were not referred to by these names. So it's a Marin. Maybe he knows it. Um, Stoneblade. Like where on the map it is. Yeah. Oh like no! When the when, when the the Ooh. when you point out the location to Marin on the map, um, he nods. Stoneblade mm-hmm. and okay, and just well, nods. Mm-hmm. There's something important about to Marin about that. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else we should know? I'm afraid I have very little more for you. Uh, use Azur's Edge as needed. Uh, she is a fine weapon if you need that, if it comes to it. Paired with her sister, the two are a mighty force should the need arise. Otherwise, movement is necessary. Are there any qualifications or requirements as to who can or can't? With Azur's Edge? Mm-hmm. Or either, either or. Um, I, I know of not any attunement required. Uh, she is a fine weapon on her own. Staff. So uh, just again, glancing over the um, the blade and the weapon, since you since you asked about it, <clears throat> the holes in the blade where the gems are um, seem somewhat. Um, there's no discernible obvious pattern. They seem. It's not like they're decoration along the edge or um, you know coming out in a in a decorative way from the hilt or anything like that. Um, they're, they seem, uh, yeah, they seem, they seem at random. Plus on top of that, they seem an, a very odd choice to put in the blade of a weapon. Um, it seems as though that it would weaken the weapon, um, but they are bright in the sunlight. You can see them glinting um, almost unnaturally. If they are, if they are gems, they are not gems with which you are familiar. They're certainly a magical component. Uh, they're not stuck in the form of the navigation constellation, are they? Uh, that pattern? Navigator, right? What was the Meta navigator. Yeah. Um, do you have that information with you, like to compare it? Yes. Yeah, I've got it in the journal. Or do you just have the journal journal? Yeah. Uh, we didn't leave it. Wrong button. Hey, Devin, can you take backstrap? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. This is no, sorry. Barrett doesn't have it in the journal. Wait, yeah, Stout has those notes. I'll do a history check to see if I can. Yeah, Stout's got the notes. Yeah. I'm too far away to like get him to help me with that. 17. Uh, and that's a history check to remember the, the constellation. constellation yeah. Um, <clears throat> 17. It, it does not exactly match up. Okay. But um, <laughs> one or two of them, one or two of the beads do. Okay. But maybe if the two axe blades are placed together, it might complete the pattern. And then maybe, maybe look like a dragon with huh. an eye. But okay. But if if we just if we've decided to not go into the city tonight and stay out here, then I'll have enough time to go ahead and do an identify on it and learn what we can that way as well. Yeah, Play see, ten- I was mistaken. I forgot the phase of the moon, so if we can go back, we probably should go back. I, I was just thinking we might be in for a camping trip here if we needed the moonlight, but because 
we're not going to get any moonlight in Waterdeep. But it looks like we're going to have to wait for that. We can, I can try to teleport us to um, the tower again, as long as nobody and I will give Marin a look, you know, disagrees with that. Well, we'll why don't time to do it there? Sorry, go ahead. Why don't we, uh, why aren't we heading back to Troll Skull to kind of get the other pieces and and speak to Rainier first. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we do those before we attempt to go into the tower again. At least speak to Rainier about this this guy. Mm-hmm. May have, I mean that's a, it may be worth waiting another time period just to do those pieces. I don't know what do you think? Uh, I could try sending Rainier and asking him to meet us again tomorrow. I don't know if he's I can ask him about tonight, but it might be too small of a window for him to get wherever he is to the tavern if we're able to even get there. Um, but I have enough magic. I can send somebody if we need to. If we brought Marin to the tower, would we leave him there until we needed him or we would bring him back to Tolskull? What would be? It's maybe he doesn't want to leave the tower, but I would like to think that when we do bring him to the tower, we're going to be with him for a time to make sure that he's all right in the tower, especially if there's attunement process that the Hans mentioned might be rigorous or dangerous in some way yeah no i'm just i'm also guessing once we get through the attunement process if marion is comfortable there us staying in the tower is probably going to be safer than staying at troll skull that tower is going to have all kinds of magical defenses whereas troll skull's main magical defense is just being out of sight it depends on what we're hiding from troll skull is just as good as any on the normal nighttime water deep stuff that we have to avoid. Yeah, I'm just assuming the tower is guarded against scrying and all kinds of other magical entry, and we know Troll Skull is not. But I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I think we're going to be on the move enough that wherever we lay down to sleep, I can sling my hammock anywhere. doesn't matter. I would would ask the haunt, do you know if the attunement has to happen before the ceremony to instill him as the black stuff or is that something that can only happen after he is the black staff through the ceremony for the tower to attune to the tower my understanding for vajra is that she did not attune to the tower prior to ascending uh however i do know that she was there uh only because they spoke of it in passing they they had come from the tower to me Uh, they they had taken a longer route from what I understood, not where they intended to be, uh, and had gone to the tower. And then, if I remember, to some some location of Renair's where they were intending <coughs> to teleport again and were brought here instead. Uh, they were in a quite a hurry, as I remember. Uh, the circumstances regarding uh, Vajra's ascension are still uh, unknown to me, at at least. It was violent. Well, we can't, I don't think we can meet Renair at the tower, so going back to Trollskull might be the better option. No, Renair. We can't meet him at the tower. Oh, I thought you said leave, and I was like, leave Renair? Where's he? No, no, no. No, I would agree. I would agree. Because Renair Uh, won't be able to get in. Yeah, the haunt would add, uh, I cannot get into the tower. Uh, and I was there frequently. The current Blackstaff controls who goes in and who goes out. And believe me, All right. occasionally 
who goes out has been more important. And he chuckles a little bit. So shall I send Renair to ask him to meet us at the tavern tomorrow, if he's available? If we're teleporting there now? Tomorrow? I mean, I can ask him if he can meet us tonight, but I do know that it's, it sounded like he was busy patrolling. Um, <laughs> yeah, come and bring your friend with the other thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, you do know, uh, yeah. obviously, that tonight being still being Black Knight um, is everyone, regardless of whether or not you were able to do what you were able to do, everyone was still very much on guard for whatever was going to happen. Um, Renair was, uh, did you share with him what you were doing? Yes, with Renair and Mert, what we were attempting. uh, But when we got back to the tavern, they were not there. So we have not been able to tell them the spell was at least cast. So they were, um, they were very hopeful, the two of them, very hopeful about the fact that it would, that it would work. Uh, assuming you were able to actually cast the spell, mm-hmm. but they were cautiously optimistic is probably the right word. Hope um, is running short in water deep and not a lot of people put a lot of faith in much of anything anymore other than their steel. Both of them uh, remained, so... remained just as prepared for another horrifying night. Okay. I'll, I'll do a send. I'll try a send. Oh, okay. That's a lot of information for 25 words. All right. We'll be sending Renair. So I will say, Spell seems cast, attempting to return to Troll Skull. We need to meet Maloon. Can you be there tonight or tomorrow, assuming our magic works? Thanks. And do I need to roll a 1D100? Are we out of? No, you're completely out of the space. Okay. Um, And for the record, you... uh... Nothing feels strange about this at all. Uh, okay. So as yeah. I'm waiting to see if he responds, I say, okay, that felt totally normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. The guy start going up. Does that feel good? Does that feel good? <laughs> you get a guidance. You get a guidance. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Sorry, cancer, busy saving water deep. On- <laughs> right. Please leave a message. Exactly. Uh, the Renair you have reached. <laughs> Uh, so he replies, Maloon is currently at Yawning Portal. We can meet there this evening. Sundown fast approaching. Glad to know you survived. Yawning. Okay, so I would hear that and I'd say, okay, well, Maloon's apparently at the Yawning Portal. If we can get there tonight. What's um, Renair basically told us to hurry, but he's glad we're alive. What's the closest, the closest building to Yawning Portal um, that I would have a teleportation circle to is the hall closer to Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the closest. I think the hall is closer than. I mean, it would have been the carpet at carpet. Yeah, the carpet would have been the, the old place, but now the carpet's a troll skull. So yeah, I think the hall is the closest place. Yeah, it wouldn't be um, more than five or ten minute walk from from Helm's Hall to Yawning Portal. Probably not even that, to be honest. They're they're really close. I'd have to look. And them. on the map, the Yawning Portal is listed as the Moonlight Tavern. On the map that you hold, the new map. Yes. Yep. Maybe the map can only be read in the tavern. It's not necessarily about the moon. Oh, we're going to have to get there to find out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I thought it was cavern, not tavern. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Although when I wrote down Moonlight Cavern, I was thinking it's the mm-hmm. passage to the Underdark. So That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. but I, So it's tavern, not cavern? Tavern with a T. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um... We're going to need to get out of this nest. I'm going to be drawing a circle on the ground. Um, yeah, probably probably a 10-minute walk. 
Um, the Yawning Portal is near Waterdeep Castle, and mm-hmm. Helms Hall is just north of the Copper District. I love the idea of going to Helms Hall. That feels safer than Trollskull. Besides, I've been wanting to get there to speak with the seamstress with uh, what's her name, Madam uh, Mama Badge. Well, if if things go quickly, maybe we can get go back to Helms Hall for the night and then go to mm-hmm. Trollskull in the morning. Yeah, or wherever else we need to do. Um, I don't know if you can do this, but could you try to make clear to Marin or Sara that we have to land here? I will point at the hall because we are going here. We can't. Oh, you're pointing at the hall on the map. Yes. Like we need to go here to go here. Can you somehow communicate that to him? Her. Sara was a her. Um, Yes. Maybe. I can try. (laughs) You might have a better chance than any of us. So Still green. Uh, (laughs) Wow, you guys are about lucky on that one. Um, so he, he, he just points to the map and, um, and says Helms Hall, uh, which by the way, on the map is referred to as, I don't remember one second. Sorry. Baxter, please. Uh, Paneer, P-A-N-I-R, Paneer's Light. Do you mind spelling that one more time? P-A-N-I-R, Paneer's Light. Um, I would say, can you roll a history check, please, Don? 26. Um, the name Paneer rings a bell to you from mm-hmm. Anders' note. Okay. Um, the, the many, 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 many phrases that Ander had written down, um, the name Paneer appears. A phrase of Marin's? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there's no way to know like if it's the name of a person or a thing. Um, well, I, I mean, uh, if you if you t- when you take the time to look at the notes again to glance back at mm-hmm. the notes, um, yes, it's a proper name. Um, okay. And the some of the other things that you have discerned from from looking through the notes is that there are there are a large number of references to proper names in mm-hmm. that are repeated over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And some of the phrases that are that are more commonly re- um, as you have paid attention and read through Anders' notes, and Erky had some conversations. Um, there are phrases that are repeated much more often mm-hmm. than than others, and um, the phrases that are repeated frequently seem to all contain a number of proper names. Okay, so just as we're looking at the map, I would say uh, I recognize this name from Anders' notes on things Marin's been repeating, uh, for what it's worth. And I would so... say the two of you that have already looked. Um, at the map, just looking over some of the different locations, um, you would, as soon as Don says that, that would ring a bell to you that, that some of these names Marin has been saying pretty regularly. Sounds like we have to do some kind of scavenger hunt later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inside of Marin's brain, positive over the map of Waterdeep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to rush this, but we are on a... On the we clock. are in a hurry. <laughs> so... so. <laughs> Thank you, Nameless, mm-hmm. for uh, not killing us. Uh, my apologies and best of luck. Thank you. Um, should we put the Azurage in the bag of holding for now? That's sure, quite a yeah. weapon to be seen walking around with, especially in water deep as it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a chunk of a weapon. <clears throat> in the bag. Yep. It's in the bag. <laughs> All right. And you're teleporting then to Helms Hall. Is that the plan? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to like, I don't know, go down to a chunk of 
not moss covered rock. Not moss covered rock is easy to find. Yeah. And then um, I'll take the minute to use a chalk to draw the teleportation circle of Helms Hall. If I recall, the last time we were there, we said we weren't going to be calling ahead of time anymore. Didn't I? Yeah, I have, I have the identification token. So they'll That's know okay. the legitimate, the like legitimate passengers through. Thingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We okay. need our badges. Sorry? We need our stinking badges. Yes. We need a little bell. And whenever I know we do, that'd be great. Someone says the episode title. It's funny. <laughs> oh man, that's great. All right. So um spending some time drawing uh drawing a hopscotch board on the rock in front of you. Um the just a minute. Go ahead. Just a minute. Huh. I'll just, just be a minute. a minute. The teleportation circle is complete and everybody is is ready to go. Is that true? Yeah, Baird enjoyed the one minute of sunshine again on his face, collecting all the vitamin D that he could. Yeah. yeah. Z- uh, dropping the feather fall he's holding for Don's falling in case they land. <laughs> Thank you. Just in case Don can't make it out of the nest. <laughs> you know, with my luck, I wouldn't put it past me to just, you know, slip on a piece of bark. Planking yeah. all the way down the hill as the armor strikes the rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. No, that didn't happen. Um, it would have been funny, but it didn't. Um, at any rate, so the teleportation circle is ready whenever you all are ready to go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as the the magic begins, um, I would say, Ellie, it feels nice to have trust in your magic where you are. Um, even though you guys have really only been experiencing this, what, now for three days? Is that right? Two and a half. Uh, Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. We've barely been back. (laughs) Which reminds me, I was thinking of all of the existential dread and um, the the processes your characters have been going through during during the week and in chat and such. And remembering that that is all compressed in less than just a little over forty eight hours. When when that realization hit me, it it brings a level of drama that that isn't reflected in the three weeks of chat, you know, all of this is happening. All of this dread is happening in two and a half days. Oof. Anyway, poor guys. Um, at any rate, so the teleportation circle is drawn. Uh, it begins to light up as Ellie finishes casting the spell. You all are holding hands, pushing Marin. What is your process this time? We knowing, can go in. Knowing what you know from last time. For me, it would be the same as last time, but I would, uh, I would call the hall by what it says on the map. I would say we're going to Paneer's Light and pointing at where Ellie's drawing the circle. Gotcha. gotcha. Ah, um, as you do that, um, poor Marin, his <laughs> eyes shift to a different color. Um, oh, convenient. And um, his eyes become a, let me make sure that's true. Yes, uh, a golden brown. Plaza, <clears throat> I say. Uh, you would give me a second um <laughs> uh, vajra says zelkod has been a fine friend and nods okay i think we're good to go step in you only have six seconds oh yeah. six seconds uh you all feel the familiar pull of the teleportation of ellie's um, magic pulling at you crossing you um from one location to another and also that 
that little bit of um, fluttering in your stomach as you hope to land where you expect to land. Uh, moments later, the shimmering around you begins to evaporate and that weird sense of motion um, stops and you find yourself in Helm's Hall. Greeted, however, by no less than six armed guards who all jump from their chairs um, and immediately draw weapons. We're not seen this watch? time. We're not. Are We're they not. city watch guards? Um, some of their armor is city watch. Uh, it looks like a, kind of a mess of um, a mess. They, they look a mess, but they, I mean, but they're definitely threatening you. They're definitely um, doing their best. <laughs> I'd immediately get in front of Marin with my shield. Flash that badge. Who's got it? Me. Yeah. Fling. There we go. Shield. Bifold. Uh, the badge that you flash, they all look at each other for a moment. And then um, the one who appears to be in charge, drop your weapons. You drop you your drop weapons. On <laughs> his order. Yeah. What do you think you're drop your weapons ding um <laughs> uh as you say that the the one who appears to be in charge who who shouted at you drop your weapons um definitely draws a sword to a, an offensive stand. um he stands probably a little under five nine five eight um the armor that he's wearing is slightly too big for him um, hey, there's nothing wrong with being five eight <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the armor that he's wearing is slightly too big for him. Um, and one of the other guards comes up to him. Um, and the armor that they're in, by the way, you cannot, it's it's full on plate, head to toe. Um, it's a mishmash of it, but it's full on plate. Um, and one of them kind of steps up to him and, and you see a whisper. Uh, and he says, let me see that again. He's asking you, Don, for the seal. I hold it out, but I'm not handing it to him. Fair enough. And what is this? Who are you? And why are you in Helm's Hall? It's a token of passage to claim sanctuary at the hall. As a follower of Helm, my companions and I get that. So on what grounds are you arresting us within this temple? He turns and looks at the, the smaller one who had walked up to him, and the smaller one just shakes his head. And uh, he says, very well, uh, you, you are free to go. And... Put, sheathes his weapon and just kind of steps back from you um, a little sheepishly. Uh, it doesn't take long now that there's not an obvious threat to realize that they're doing their best. <laughs> um, the, the, the four of you, any one of you probably could have um, gotten out of that situation without your ones had you needed to, but um, they tried. Say that again, Z. Leap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so they step back and uh, the smaller one who was whispering to the, the person in charge said, uh, we, we're, we're very sorry. Please welcome to the hall. Can I insight check that? Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, so she is um, lifting her helmet at the time. Um, maybe 17. Um, 24. That was your insight check? Yeah. Okay. So she's maybe 17, 16, 17 at best. Um, and she's very sincere. She really is. Sorry. Um, it's not anybody, Don, that you recognize, mm -hmm. but I mean, Barrett, you can tell she, 
she was embarrassed by her colleague um, to an extent. And they are definitely bowing, not physically bowing, figuratively bowing to your superiority. How long have you guys been? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, noting that, Barrett would definitely give her a respectful nod, like no hard feelings. Um, good. So she, um, she, she somewhat, um, cautiously, sheepishly might be a better word, kind of nods, nods back to you. Um, and she, she says again, uh, my apologies, um, Defeer, Defeer Sheltol, um, that is her name, D-A-E-F-I-R. Uh, we, it's been difficult. The circle is more well-known than I think anyone realized. Well, how bless your vigilance, I would say sincerely, and I would take Marin's elbow and start walking away. Okay, so where are you headed? To the door. <laughs> to the door, we are leaving. we're going, if, if we are going to the awning portal, correct? Everyone, like, we're... Yes, yes, we are. Going there. Oh, yeah, if he's there tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so time of day. Um, we're, we're roughly, I don't know, six ish is what it feels like. I think we left at five. Is that reasonable? I honestly don't remember. I know I'm, I'm looking I'm directly at Anna. You can't things. tell on my screen because that's what I'm looking, but Anna always knows what time it is. We got back to the tavern at two 30, right? We left we at three 30, left at three 30. We teleported, had combat. I'd say it's five ish. Okay. I'd say five. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Totally fine. Um, as you head out I mean, into curfew is in an hour. Say that again, please. I said it's if it's five PM now, then curfew is in an hour. I'm just mm-hmm. confirming that because we need yes. to walk over to the yawning portal. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Um, so a couple of a couple of things. The first of all, Helms Hall is um absolutely packed with with People uh, fleeing the city, being cared for by Helms Hall, doing the caring in Helms Hall. Um, there is is a level of despair that is not um, that has not been characteristic of the hall, even when it was an orphanage, even when the orphans were all hungry. Um, the the level of despair in the hall right now is uh, significant, and it's not lost on you all, having realized that. The city, as you've been in it, in and out of it for the past two days, um, other than a lot fewer people and um, the clear absence of some of the normal services that keep a city running, it's still been kind of water deep, dark, um, full of monsters at night, but people trying to make their way in water deep. And at Helms Hall, you realize you've come across those who have given up trying to make their way. Um, they are here waiting it out, um, looking for lost loved ones, no other place to go. Um, lots of children still here. I mean, that would be appropriate anyway, but, uh, it's where it used to be. Um, Z, you would remember, you know, even, even when things were hard, there was the laughter of children, things like that. And that is gone from this place. Um, even as hopeful as um, even Crest has always been, you can tell that it's just, it's not on these people's faces. They are, they are here because this is the last place for them. Um, it's pretty clear. Most of them feel like they, they won't be. And, and if they do, it won't be for a good reason. So having said that, um, you head out into the street, head out into, um, head out to where? Oh, I can stop sharing. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see. Pom, 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 pom. All right, so you head out onto the way of the dragon, um, the main thoroughfare leading to the north, so that you can be- begin your way over to Waterdeep Castle and the Yawning Portal. It is, as we said, an hour from curfew. The streets are already empty. Um, to your north, almost due north from where you are, is um, the City of the Dead. It's where you were not not long ago, um, blocking a portal. Above the City of the Dead, the storm has begun um, in earnest. It's You can see the the trees between you and there blowing you can see lightning flashing over the city of the dead um the storm over the graveyard is much more significant and much more pronounced than the that which is calling causing rain above you um the clouds the shadow whatever it is is almost pitch black over the city of the dead and um yeah and so people are not not on the streets. Even though curfew isn't for another hour, uh, you don't spot another soul except for a few vagabonds, obviously searching for a place to stay. Um, no monsters, thankfully. But you make your way to the yawning portal if there's anything you wanted to do on the way or if you're just hurrying there. One quick um, question. Yeah. Don, like, uh, mm-hmm. Did you notice when Marin's eyes changed and the map was still out, did the names on the map change when he changed. Um, I would have looked to make sure I was pointing at the right spot. So you would have, and and no, the the um, the map did not change. Uh, no, they didn't. But that was great. That is a cool idea. I know it should have changed, but unfortunately, then Damon has to maintain seventeen maps on top yeah. of seventeen people. <laughs> right. Uh, it probably um, will change next campaign, but it didn't this one. <laughs> a quick question: As we're walking, I would yeah. like to. Uh, bear my hand is there something i could roll to see if the storm because it's only ever registered as like engineered if it feels angry if that makes sense like if it feels like the manifestation of the shadow has changed in any way from the night before versus Mm. now or is it just as if gearing up like there's going to be a storm i would say that i don't think there's uh, um i don't think there's anything you would necessarily even need to roll to to mm-hmm. see that um the angry is a really good word for what you're seeing to your north um it's not above you mind you but mm-hmm. the everything that's above you is <laughs> just as dismal and annoying as it was um the but north of you over the city of the dead um yeah dorothy would be nervous a storm to brew in okay Ooh, shadows disturbed but whether that's just because of the night it is or what we did it's impossible to tell yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've only been here for a day and a half, two days. You, you there's no mm-hmm. way. You would do that. Okay, just feels gross. Yeah, uh, very ominous. Um, mm-hmm. As if, as if the constant cloud cover weren't enough. Um, the storm is, yeah, terrifying. Well, maybe not terrifying, but certainly concerning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, making your way to the yawning portal. <clears throat> the portal is. Probably one of the few things that you have come to in Waterdeep that looks exactly the same. Nothing has changed about the Yawning Portal. Um, the outside is still um, a, a beacon of merriment. You can hear singing inside. Um, you, it's the Yawning Portal. It's exactly 
as timeless as it has been every time you've been there. Um, and yeah, you can hear it's fairly crowded inside, um, especially considering nobody's on the streets. And go ahead. I was just going to, so on the way there, we would have passed the Honorable Knight, one of the, I, Barrett would just glance over and look like, does this thing still look the same as it did before, or does it look like it moved at all during the, I mean, I know you said Blackstaff wasn't there to move them, but is the Guardians of whatever they're called, are they Guardians? No. Yeah. yeah. The Guardians of Waterdeep? Does the this Guardians, look? Yeah, that's the Marvel version, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything different? As a matter of fact, yes, the statue is, is in a completely different pose. Oh. Um, still there, still taking up the same footprint, um, but posed differently. <laughs> What's the pose? Is it like cowardly? Is it looking? I mean, like, it doesn't look like it was trying to fight something. Does the mood of the statue seem to have changed? Uh, which way? It's the, it's the night. Is that what you said it was, Barrett? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking yeah. at the map, and I noticed we would have walked right by the Honorable Knight, or mm-hmm. could have very easily. And I—that's the first time we've been near one of these things. And I was curious. It is. I'm glad I'm you mentioned. And cowardly, yes, the term would be cowering. Cowering. Look as if the shadow saw something. The shadow, oi! The statue itself saw something that it couldn't fight, versus it was attempting. I would say it is poised for battle. Mm. Uh, so it, it looks like it. Its former pose was um, statuesque, pardon the pun, I guess, um, and noble. And now it looks poised for battle, sword drawn, ready to strike. Would it be fair to say that based on how it looks, but where it is, it looks like it never even got the chance to do anything? Mm, I would not say that that is an assumption that would necessarily make. Okay. Does it have any particular battle scars or anything like it looked like it tried to fight and then got... And, and, you know, was actively fighting at one point. Uh, I would say roll an investigation check on that one, please. Quickly. I, or I would say then 10. <laughs> 10. Um, it looks older than you remember. It looks um, dirtier than you remember. Not that necessarily these statues got cleaned frequently, but um, it, would be, it would be difficult to determine because of its size if it had any battle scars, so to speak. Great. But it has definitely moved. Great. Thank you. Yep. And I, I now I have to go through my notes and see where you have trodden to see what has... I don't think you've been... I mean, for, uh, we walked from Skull to the City of the Dead and there was nothing on the way. Oh, we would have maybe gone by the Sword Maiden. On uh, the you way would have been the... able to see the Sword Maiden from there. And that that one has also... Okay. I'm glad you mentioned Epic history check. I remember a year ago it was like this. Um, what was like this? The Sword Maiden? All of them, you know, do the somatic history checks to figure out the story of the movements. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so the sword maiden uh, does not, the change in her um, does not, uh, she's just in a different pose. It's not discernible what made her different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, gosh, I mean, you haven't been anywhere else to be able to, Fair enough. Yep. to see what any of the others would have done. Um, yeah, I mean, those are really the only two you would have been close enough to. To well, no, you might have you might have been near the market at some point. So we'll give you the great drunk. Uh, the great drunkard did not change, as far as you remember. But something as large as these things moving around, uh, you're about to walk into a place full of people that will be delighted to tell you what happened. I'm sure, for those who might remember. Mm-hmm. And also, before you walk in that door, 
it's eight o'clock. So why don't we take a break? Okay. Does that sound like a good plan? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Awesome sauce. We'll see you back in 10. And we are back from our break whenever you are ready to proceed with whatever you like. So you're standing in front of um, the, the yawning portal, the uh, probably right now, the only beacon of any sort of normality for Waterdeep. Um, it, it just feels like the yawning portal. What would you like to do? Enter. I open the door. He puts away and goes in quickly. <laughs> quickly. All right. Filing in. Um, there is, uh, it, it would be noticeable to most of you pretty quickly that there is a, um, definitely a level of whisper that happens when you walk in. Um, not everyone, the room doesn't fall silent or anything like that. It's not like, you know, you just walked into the saloon and everybody's holding their drink and stops or anything like that. But there are, there are a number of people who see you exchange glances with each other have a whisper, and then kind of resume what they were doing because it's the awning portal. There are a number of people who are far too drunk to notice or care. Um, the, the portal itself in the middle, somebody is, is heading down as we speak. There's cheering, there's roaring um, as somebody goes down the portal into whatever the cha- tonight's challenge might be to retrieve whatever from the Underdark. Um, it is... There's, there's a bard singing, playing. The ale is flowing. You don't see Dernan immediately, but you do spot, just from having been here, um, you do spot a number of regulars that are still in their seats from a year and a half ago or longer. Um, and it's just not clear whether they've left at all. Um, but it is, it's, it's the yawning portal. And even it even smells the same. Like it, it has a level of comfort that is that you had hoped to get from... Troll skull, hoping that it, um, the yawning portal is still. The- um, I would look around for a sort of like a secluded table or one that's not immediately next to the door. Okay, uh, it's more. It is the, probably the only thing different is that it's it's really crowded. Uh, you've seen it really crowded before, but I mean it's five o'clock. Um, it's a little early for it to be this crowded, but given curfew and all that good stuff, um, there are also a fairly num fairly substantial number of um additional tables have been brought in and added so it, does, it doesn't take too much spot uh you don't spot renair anywhere um other than that there are a few people that you do recognize not necessarily people you know uh, their names per se but faces that you recognize people that nod at you there was a waitress that served us i but i i kind of re- now i'm wishing i would have gone and looked at my act one notes yeah, me too. Oh, I, I just remember there was a there was a waitress who had a heck of a character. Yes. Uh, was it Bonnie? Was her name Bonnie? Bonnie. I think it was. I'm almost positive it's Bonnie. I will tell you in just one moment. Uh, okay. In fact, I know it's Bonnie. It's definitely Bonnie. Uh, I bet I can just search for Bonnie. Like if it wasn't Bonnie before, it's Bonnie now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I'm almost. I would almost swear that it's Bonnie uh, because there's there's pieces about Bonnie that yeah that are important. And I believe it or not, I don't seem to own that book on D&D Beyond. But yes, it's Bonnie. Her name showed up. But did she, she show up? Uh, yes, <laughs> she is. She is definitely still there. Um, serving drinks, huge, you know, five tankards in each hand, slamming them down on tables. Um, and you see her yell to the back, Dernan, they're here! As she spots you, nodding. <laughs> see you again, she yeah. says warmly. 
You as well. Nice to see business has not gone down. Well, some days I wish it would, to be honest. But here we are. At least there's some some places in Waterdeep that are still welcoming and that she's off. She's busy as all. Mm-hmm. Um, Dernan, on the other hand, does appear from behind the bar and waves at you. Uh, Renair's on his way. Did we find a spot to sit in there? You did. Yeah, we found. Did? Okay, okay. I'd like to sit where I can see the front door. Okay, that's easy enough. I love that. Uh, I'm so suspicious all the time. I need to see the front door, please. It's kept me alive this long and my friends. So. Has to have a solid wall behind him. <laughs> right. Always, always. Are yes, if any, we're on the wall, watch. Are there any ground level windows? Um, there are, but they're all shuttered currently. Okay. It, it, if there's any way that we would be near one where Barrett could maybe peek through the shutters every once in a while, because he wants to keep an eye out to see if any monsters show up after the curfew, if we're here that long. Yeah, so let me look here real quick. And... I mean, if not, he's not going to punch a hole in the wall to see, but... <laughs> well, he might. Although he could. One never mm-hmm. does, although he could. Okay. Um, wait, that's not the button I wanted. Where is that button? Nope, that's not that button either. Grr. Grr. There it is, way down there in that corner. Uh, yawning portal. Boink. I guess I could share it since we're back at the yawning portal. Share that screen. Uh, this did the right screen show up? You see the yawning yes. portal? I hope, thankfully. Okay. Uh, this is frame three, just for wow. the. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I gotta go back there. Uh, okay. So I would say, let's see. If you, um, Don had said near the back. So the back is these booths back here or these tables back here. Um, these are the three windows that would be closest to you from back here. Um, this area is also unoccupied in the back, back, far back. Um, but Don had also specified wanting to be able to see the door. So you guys are going to have to pick a different spot. So <laughs> where would you like to be? <laughs> None of those are options anymore. This area by the fireplace might be nice. Uh, yeah, don't worry about the window thing. It was just a convenient. Like a, I feel like you're Mater D. Do you need any children's menus or high chairs? Make sure it's a is good that view. private room in the back open? It is. Would Would Jordan let us use the, the private room in the back? Oh, I mean, I, absolutely. Certainly. Uh, if you looked at it and pointed, he would say, mm, he would go. I will look at it and point. And he would go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is that agreeable with everyone else? It's good. And then I will sit on the end where I can see the door and have a wall at my back. (laughs) Fair enough. enough. Um, So inside the portal, again, everything's kind of the same. Um, The, as you guys kind of slip into this, this private room and have Dernan having acknowledged you, uh, there's some more whispers, you know, it's, it's pretty clear that you're drawing attention to yourselves. Um, it's you know not necessarily clear why or who who would be interested, um, but nonetheless, it's it's pretty clear that you're drawing a little bit of attention. Uh, and shortly, Renair will come in the door unless there's anything that you wanted to talk about, discuss, or ask. In the meantime, we all watching the door. We we got a um, a fire pit over the weekend for our back porch, and my son is wandering from the front yard to the backyard with these massive arms of sticks and trees. So that was my look. Sorry. <laughs> Waiting on Renair then. I got a phone call. I need to take. I'll be right back. Waiting on Renair then. Yes. Okay. 
So within um, within a few minutes, <laughs> he shows up and um, <clears throat> looks to Dernan, who points him to the back. Uh, he is with one other gentleman. I bet I can even find you a picture of the other uh, gentleman. Let me see. Yep. <sighs> Allow me to introduce you to Maloon War Dragon. Uh, this is his before picture, is what Maloon used to look like. Currently, however, he is missing his left arm from the elbow down. He walks with a crutch and has a pretty massive scar going straight down his right eye. Um, his He probably should wear an eye patch, but he doesn't. Um, the eye that would have been in that socket is, is gone. Um, he looks ragged, injured, worn, and much, much older than this picture. But you guys never saw him like this. So for you, that might be what he's always looked like. Uh, so they make their way back to the room. Um, Renair walks in. Friends, were you successful? We think so. Uh, the spell time. seems to have been cast, but we won't know until tonight. Have you seen the City of the Dead? We haven't been back there since. It's angry. Uh, there's a storm, a massive storm over the city. Like none I've seen. That so that normal? isn't typical. Yeah. No. Uh, it is not the, the most we've seen on a, on a night like tonight is some swirling, some additional shadow pumping out of the city, but never, a, never a storm such as that. Has anything else changed that you've noticed? Not so far. The streets are clear. There's no one out tonight. Uh, everyone's obeying the curfew for the most part, uh, most earlier than others. I see the yawning portal is as full as always. Do these people stay here all night? I don't expect them to leave and go home. Yeah, no, they, they, they will be here all night. Uh, Dernan likes to say that uh, some evils are even good for business. Hearing that this is unusual, I'll take off my gauntlets and just have my hand bare because I want to, and I'll just activate the eye and that way I can monitor if something goes wrong, even though what's happening is far from right. So Understood. Yep. Yep. Understood. Um, uh, forgive me, uh, my, my good friend Maloon, <clears throat> he nods at all of you. Does he take a handshake? Uh, if you offer one, certainly. Yes, I with would. His, with his remaining hand. Yes. Thank you for coming. He nods again and just kind of grunts a little bit. Uh, apologies. Um, Maloon has unfortunately lost the ability to speak. We do have ways to communicate with him, but he, um, and he kind of looks over at Maloon and, uh, in uh, the man is clearly um, beaten up, but uh, you can tell under all that, you know, he's still he's still got a level of confidence, um, as if you know, you know, stuff happens. So uh, he kind of nods back at Rainier and nods at, nods at you all. And I will put down the sanctum. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> I will activate everything but the fog and everything the sound blocking. Yes. All right. <laughs> The room that you find yourselves in is uh, presumably very well protected. You would notice that um, Maloon also has strapped to his back very substantial battle act uh, that looks remarkably like Azure said. So Ellie, do you mind opening the bag? Um, And then because we're on an interesting time limit, I guess I I would just pull out Azure Edge and put her down on the table with respect. Yeah, big heavy axe. Mm-hmm. Um, Renair smiles 
a little wistfully, a little bit. Um, you can see that there's a uh, memories going through his mind as he as he looks at it. Um, Maloon gives you a very respectful nod. Um, you get the impression he knows how you got it, and he he would remove um, Azur's blade and put it the other direction. So the blade for Azur's edge is down here, and Azur's blade is on the other end. Uh, the two. They're not identical twins, but they are clearly a pair. They're clearly a set. Um, and as he puts it down, there's almost a, it's almost as if they glow just a little bit bright. Um, they probably don't. It's probably not a magical effect, but you know, you just see those two beautiful weapons landing together as if they're, you know, brought, brought back together the way they were intended to be originally. And I don't know. Just makes them shine a little brighter, I guess. Renair says, um, "So uh, you met the nameless haunt, then? I assume no, we did. I was. We did. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't know you were you were doing that. Uh, we could have we could have at least gone through some mornings. We, we didn't, didn't know either. Ah. He looks up at you and says, "Green eyes." At the time, I'm guessing. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with the process. Uh, the Nameless Haunt was kind to you, at least. I don't see any injuries. He was a little better at fighting than you were. Uh, and did, did, you, did you get the map? I think yes. Barrett has that. Uh, yes, it's right here. And he pulls it out of his map case. Perfect. Uh, I wish I could explain to you what the map does. I've literally no idea. Uh, when, when we got it, Vajra worked with it um there were bits and pieces that we were never able to figure out it, it appears to be some sort of code some sort of of key to a code as far as we know but um vajra was uh a little more powerful i think perhaps than marin and and was able to guide us through through part of that so i'm afraid i don't know what the map does did you read it under moonlight uh, we we did I, we did nothing with the map at all. Um, mm. I, I'm not even 100% sure if Vajra needed it. Uh, as I said, being well, being an apprentice to the Blackstaff prior to becoming it makes things a lot easier. There are many things that she already knew. Uh, once she was righted, she explained some of the things that had happened, uh, but she did not she did not share the secrets. Do you know what part these play? Pointing to the uh, to to an extent, yes. Um, and he looks at Maloon as well, and he says, "You were there for much of this, so if if I misremember or misspeak, please." Um, he says, "the the axes they they fit together in a statue uh, somewhere in the city of the dead. I don't know what they do after that. I just know that they they form something in the city of the dead, and I don't know where. Um, but they're both required." And that, I believe, is what you need the moonlight for. Uh, if I remember correctly, it has something to do with these jewels, these gems in the blade. Perhaps the moonlight shines through them or, or you look at the moon through them. I, I, don't, I don't know the details of that. I just know that Vajra repeated over and over and over that the moon was required. She had a, some sort of silly phrase. You'd think I'd remember it now. I heard it uh, hundreds of times as she was trying to communicate to us. Uh, but she she did require the moonlight. She had to go to the city of the dead during the moon. Do I remember any phrase about a moon or if I could see the journal, Barrett? Yes, here you go. 
Um, clip, clip, clip. Okay, so there there are a few mentions of moonlight, moonrise more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, there are um, there is one mention of um, the moon's tears. Okay. Uh, the sentence makes literally no sense, just like all of the others, but it's, it reads the moon's tears fall on the 10th day. Okay. So I, I would read these off to Renee or just kind of quick, like, do any of these catch your attention as what she was repeating? Uh, moon rise is, is, was hers. I, I don't, and, and you finally stumble on one that, that has the word moonrise in it. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's that's what she said over and over and over again. Uh, and the that phrase, I'm sorry, I don't know that one off the top of my head. I have to look it up. Moonrise picture on the top right. It's a I said moonrise matches the picture on the top right because it's a moon rising, and then on the map, mm-hmm, three quarter moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean that's a thing. Uh, so it is the phrase that that is written down that he attributes to Vajra and you see in front of you. Um, The phrase is the moon rise and will at times of friends. At times of say the last word again. Friends. Um, It's um, it's no more sensible than, than any of the other phrases that are written down. At any rate, the, the process, she she went into the city of the dead and came out the black staff. I wish I had. She more went in alone. Uh, she did. She wouldn't allow us to accompany her. I don't know if she was scared. Uh, there were at the time, my my father was involved. His some of his acquaintances, some of his um, some of his dear allies at the time would definitely have been considered my enemies. I believe she wouldn't let me attend for my own safety. Uh, it, it, we never discussed it. We I know. Go ahead. That Vatra didn't feel compelled to go alone. She could have had companions. She was like, no, I have to do this alone, but just know you don't come because you're in danger. Um, well, unfortunately it wasn't as clear as all that. Um, she was speaking in gibberish much like Marin has been, or as you've said, uh, it, as we attempted, we, Maloon, myself, and Vajra, attempted to enter the gate to the City of the Dead, uh, she stopped the three of us and pushed he and I backward. Um, it, it was swift before we even realized it. She had um, Azur's Edge in her hand and uh, asked Maloon for Azur's Blade. She took both into the City of the Dead. We attempted to follow her, and she stopped us at the gate. And... Um, even in her weakened state, even as peculiar as things were, it was very hard to argue with uh, a powerful wizard wielding two battle axe. We stood our ground. Did Marin have a particular reaction to the battle axes when they were put on the table? No. Um, Marin is, I mean, every now and then he'll throw in a sentence. Um, most of them you have heard before. He doesn't seem very adamant about any of them, uh, and you don't have an interpreter. So he seems not bored um, somewhere else in his mind, like he's thinking about other things. What color are his eyes right now? Let's find out, shall we? Spin the wheel. Ooh. 
They are dark brown. Uh, I don't remember which ones you you all have figured out. I know you know Sara is green. Vajra is the golden brown. Uh, Samark is the dark blue. Okay. Wine drinker. Yeah, that was Vajra's lover. Yep. And Uh, we know that the staff or Marin's head right now has Kelvin in there, but we can't say if we've met who that is. Gotcha. Um, We've met dark blue is the wine lover. Green's in hazel. That's the draconic one. The not wine lover, we don't have an eye color for. The mm. dark brown was in conversation that week. And then no, the, light, the green, the light green, I'm not absolutely sure. And then, of course, Vajra's. So if you're saying this in front of Renair. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he, he knows the dark brown. Uh, that, that's Kelvin. That's the original. That might explain uh, why he's so quiet. The first, when you say the original, you mean the first black staff? Yes, the first black staff. Why would he be quiet? Uh, he doesn't say much. Um, he created the tower. He uh, he was here thousands of years ago. How long was Vajra in the cemetery alone, or until she uh, came out? We did not. I can't swear she was in the cemetery. She did not come out. Uh, we went in after her. After a few hours, she was not there. Um, she turned up two days later and had been in Blackstaff Tower. Totally restored to her normal self, besides being the Blackstaff. Yes, uh, different for sure. But yes, restored. From what I understand, or as best she could explain to me, the, um, there are parts of the Blackstaffs that carry on. They are, it's very complicated. They are, they're all alive within the Blackstaff, And the way that she explained it is that bits of their strength flowed within her um, bits of their personalities did as well. So she, prior to becoming the black staff, she was more carefree. Uh, She, she retained her sense of humor. She was still, um, still easygoing, still enjoyable to be around, still noble. Uh, But with her ascension came, I suppose a certain level of gravity being the black staff, I think is a weight you carry as well as uh, a responsibility that you bear. Silverhand wasn't involved in any of that. No, the black staff is independent of Silverhand. Uh, Silverhand's defender, the the open Lord of Waterdeep's defender, certainly. Um, But there's no hierarchical relationship. Um, If anything, the black staff, in some ways, outranks Silverhand. Um, the Blackstaff has has seen open lords come and go um, through various means. Some corrupt. My father. Uh, the the Blackstaff is always uh, somewhat above. It's our understanding that the Blackstaff is loyal to Waterdeep first. That is tra- That is correct. Yes, a hundred percent. So, given the current state of our open lord. Could Marin become the Black Staff? He would not be beholden to her if he chose not to be, or if she continued to act irrationally. Correct. Uh, a Black Staff can and has removed the Lord of. That's very comforting. We were concerned that Marin ascending to the Black Staff would mean that he was somehow under her control, and that could have dire consequences. 
Um, it is, unless something is unusual, being that Silverhand is also chosen, I, I don't, I don't see that happening. Vajra had her complaints about Silverhand. She did not always agree with most Silverhand's choices. She let it be known too. I don't suspect that Marin would would have any sense of duty to Silverhand beyond obviously caring for Waterdeep. Uh, if we're to take Azure Blade, how would we return it to you? Because we understand that Azure Edge will return magically to where we got it from. Well, I suppose that would be up to Maloon. Uh, for better or for worse, he seems to have been entrusted with the blade. Uh, Maloon just kind of nods. Uh, could they just bring it back to you? He nods again. And what if they don't return it to you, Maloon? Is that, is that a problem? Maloon kind of ponders on that question for a moment and then kind of shrugs a little bit as if, as if he really doesn't know the answer to that. I, I'm unsure. Go ahead. Can you share with us, maybe you know, maybe you can communicate, Maloon can communicate how he became the board of this part of the axis, of this particular axe. So after the ceremony, when Vajra ascended, um, she, she came back with Azure's blade. She did not have Azure's edge. Um, we now know, of course, that it, it returned. Uh, the blade did not. And it was curious to Vajra. And she, so as far as I know, and he again looks over at Maloon, something about Maloon carrying it, it it allowed him to be its keeper. Uh, that's that's the best that Vajra could explain. Well, and so, if, so he deemed that that he could continue carrying it. Perhaps if Marin is successful through his transformation, he can deem where it should go next. Then uh, that is reasonable. Yes, I, in fact, maybe that's how it's supposed to work. Maybe each black staff determines where one of the blades are. I I don't know. That seems reasonable. Maloon kind of, you know, seems to also believe that that's, that's reasonable. Uh, Maloon saved her life. And I think Vajra that is, and I believe maybe she was rewarding him. Maybe it was her way of knighting him in a, in a strange way. Sorry, Vajra didn't need the map at all. You said Uh, she, she had it. I don't know if she used it. And do you know if it also magically returned to where we got Azure's Edge from, or? I assume uh, after she took it from me, I never saw it again. So I assume that is, right. that's what happened. Or perhaps it just disappears and he gets a new one. I, I don't particularly know for sure how that worked. I, so many things, I guess I should have asked her. I, I didn't think we'd be seeing a new Black Staff in our lifetime. Certainly not. Didn't, I certainly didn't expect to be witness to two ascensions, certainly. While they are together... These two pieces are here together. I'd like to do an identify on them to see how they, what they say to me. The two axes? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Go for Made it. it. Made it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Oops, wrong button. Okay. Pearl. Uh, so you're casting identify, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um, so there is... Um, there is a level of attunement required. We'll start there. Um, but it is unclear if just anyone can attune. Um, I would say very quickly, you realize that um, together they form some sort of um, 
some sort of inherent personality. Uh, they're sentient together, the two axes. Um, among the powers that you can get out of them, uh, when they are together within proximity of each other, not necessarily laying on each other, but when they're wielded by allies together, um, they can detect alignments, basically detect good and evil kind of thing. Um, they can... Uh, uh, they also, again, together, um, have the ability to stop um, evil magic healing, if that makes sense. Like, like for example, trolls heal themselves periodically, just naturally. Uh, they can stop that. Um, they can stop the any necromantic healing that that might take place, um, like with with undead or vampires or things like that. Um, they can, in the presence of undead and fiends, they will glow bright blue flames. They will glow with bright blue flames. Um, and they have an increased chance of critical hit mm-hmm. against those creatures. Um, I need you to make a roll. See, um, trying to communicate with the sentience, trying to communicate with the sentience. Uh, yeah, perfect, perfect. So yeah, make a, uh, a persuasion check. Ooh, persuasion. Excellent. That'd be a 22. Nice. Um, so you all watch as Z is, is, you know, he's reciting to you the things that he, he gets out of them um, and then starts talking to the weapons um, as, if, as if they're there. Uh, you would find out from not really, it's not like they're talking back to you, but they're definitely providing you with more information. Um, one can be used to scry on its wielder by the black staff. So whoever is holding it can be scryed upon. And the other um, has some sort of inherent teleport ability that the whoever is wielding it can use, but that the weapon can also use by itself. So it's Azure's Edge that has the ability to teleport, and Azure's Blade um, allows scrying on its owner by the Black Staff, presumably. And I would I would say at that point. Um, since you happen to have Kelvin Orenson sitting right there, he would, uh, Marin, he Marin, would reach out while you were communicating with the blades. Um, and he just kind of runs his hand down the, the, the hilt, just along it as if, almost as if greeting an old friend. Uh, I believe that is the total of all the things that they can do. Do they have a, a plus something? Oh yeah, they're, I mean, they're a plus three. They're a whole bunch of badassery, but you have to have like a strength 19 to wield them and um, wield. <laughs> um, well, actually, so I would say, Don, when you took it out of the bag, um, mm-hmm. it would have felt incredibly heavy um, and and unwieldy, for lack of any better word, uh, until it got next to its sister blade. And then mm. within your hands, you felt the balance kind of return to the blade before you set it down. All right. So I would say, you know, like earlier when it was just Azure's Edge by itself or herself, it almost seemed like an unbalanced weapon. But next to each other, they're much more, they're much easier to bear, I would think. So whoever would wield one, I think, would prefer to wield the other as well. Or yeah, would it given- be fair to say that, like, maybe you'd have to use it two-handed if you didn't have both? 
Um, it, it could be that they just need to be near each other. It could be the okay, proximity, so proximity. It could be the proximity right. to the black staff. Um, okay. It would be really hard for you to figure out exactly what what caused it. But okay. certainly while you were holding it, it suddenly felt much easier to weep. And you didn't attune to it. So it's Mm-mm. not, not mm-hmm. just it's something changed, but there are a lot of variables around you. So it would be hard to yeah. Um Do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I, that's that's about all I know to to give you. There's additional history about the blades, but I don't I don't know that anybody in this room other than the black staffs would know the history. And really, Just, and I would say this to the group, without knowing if Vajra needed that map, we really at this time have no gauge of what the proper order of events needs to be. Do we go to the cemetery first? Do we go to the tower first? Do we? So that's up to us, I think, to decide. Our journey mm-hmm. to the tower. I can tell you, Maloon and I accompanied mm-hmm. her there uh, twice, I think, maybe three times. Uh, be careful. The tower will see her allies as allies, his allies as allies. I keep, it's hard to remember that he is the new Blackstaff. Uh, at any rate, the, the tower will see his allies as its allies. But prior to attuning the, to the tower, there's no telling. Uh, we had complications. Uh, none of us were injured. The tower was suspicious of us. Uh, she, Vajra was able to communicate. She had obviously been in the tower and knew the tower well. She was able to um, to make peace with it on our behalf prior to, to ascending. She was able to do that. But again, she had been in and out of the tower for years prior to prior to becoming the Blackstaff. So it may be that it was responding to her as Vajra, not her as the Blackstaff. I don't know. It was um, uh, dicey in a few of the rooms. Can you be just... (laughs) Yeah, I was like, did you have to fend for yourself while she was attuning? Uh, There was a room, I I believe it was a library, a parlor. I'm afraid I don't remember specifically which room it was. She had left the room. Um, we, We kind of trusted her in her own tower to to be able to go where she pleased. She lived there prior to becoming the Blackstaff. So uh, we didn't think anything of it. And um, uh, before she returned, we found ourselves um, trapped against the ceiling with no discernible way to stop being trapped against the ceiling. Uh, We were pinned there by some invisible force. There was no warning, no anything. Uh, and when when she returned to the room, she she laughed, or at least someone inside her laughed and and snapped her fingers and we fell to the floor. Uh, had she not been there, perhaps we'd still be there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just be cautious. Uh, you remember the tree uh, outside by the street that attacked enemies and foes. There's all sorts of things in there. Uh, what I, I haven't even been to all of the levels. Uh, the the basement, from what I understand, has the Blackstaff's vaults. Uh, to to my knowledge, no one has been in the Blackstaff vaults except Blackstaff's. My father attempted at one point um, and failed dramatically. Uh, yeah, just be careful. Why would we need to go to the tower uh, before he becomes the Blackstaff? Is, is there a compelling reason to even go there? Are you asking Renier? I'm asking Renier. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. 
she wanted to go there. We took her. Uh, Maloon and I, from the time we discovered that she had become the Blackstaff to the time she ascended, we worked very hard to never let her out of our sight. She was a bit of a danger uh, to herself and to others, as far as we could tell. She didn't um, have much control over the magic that she wielded. She was a powerful wizard prior to becoming the Blackstaff. And once once the Blackstaff was inside her, it went a little haywire. She would levitate randomly. Purple flames would appear. Uh, none of these things, from what I understand, have happened with Marin, which I suppose is why I didn't suspect anything. Uh, Erky never mentioned any of these problems. So, uh, But she wanted to go there. It was never... Like I said, we, we never really discussed what happened after she ascended. She didn't give us any of the secrets or any of the tales. Uh, if she did something while she was there, I don't know what it was. She certainly didn't attune to the tower until after her ascension. Uh, we believe that's what she was doing for the two days that we couldn't find her. How did she communicate in her state that she wanted to go to the city of the dead rather than the dark? Did she literally just pull you where you wanted to go or... Yes, we did have a level of communication. Again, she she seemed to fare a little better than Marin has in in this state. Um, her words never made any sense to anyone, as far as I know. Um, we were never able to get directly with her through words, but she she seemed to be able to hold as Vajra at will for longer, and she seemed less like this. And he points to Marin. Um, she she seemed to be able to have a will and to be able to communicate with us much, much better than, than I'm afraid Marin is. We could ask her questions. She could nod. She could shake her head. Uh, it didn't always work, but most of the time it did. So, so we, we simply talked through what she wanted, uh, doing our best to get, and he looks over at Maloon. Maloon laughs a little bit, um, obviously sharing a memory of, of how, interesting that time of trying to communicate was but um we we did our best to communicate until we figured out what she wanted to accomplish um the 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 trip to see the nameless haunt was a bit of a surprise uh we didn't we were gathered in in my safe house and uh that that rug that you have was the teleportation circle that we chose to use i assumed we were going to blackstaff tower and we certainly ended up somewhere else uh but other than that she she just communicated with us in in whatever way she could so there's do a, we oh, go ahead do we have at least a i want to say clear but it sounds like it's going to be more of a vague understanding of what the steps were for the ceremony because you guys weren't with her when it happened no, we weren't. Um, it was my understanding that the map had something to do with it, but that's that's all I know. Uh, she again, once once we got her, once she ascended, once she was Vajra again, we just didn't really talk about it. Um, she wasn't interested. It wasn't a it wasn't a topic of fun conversation. So, and she was again. Once she became the Blackstaff, she took on a level of seriousness that, well, let's just say Waterdeep was her first love at that point. There's a plan forming in my head that I would really like to be convinced against. <laughs> Go for it, Z. <laughs> mm -hmm. To put the axes together, hand it to Marin, and boot him through the gate of the City of the Dead. 
and just see what happens. What he's going to do, because that's what Vajra did. She had to figure it out for herself. And I don't know that y'all were helpful from what I'm, you know, much respect, but from the process, it looked like it really was her process. I don't want to kick Marin in with two axes in an adult brain and say, all right, go figure it out. Convince me. Well, the first well, thing we could do that mind. and just go with him if he doesn't try to stop us. Because until we can read this map, if this map leads to where he's supposed to go in the city, we have no idea where he's supposed to go in there, what he's supposed to do while he is in there. So, so that makes our mission automatically to keep himself, him safe and help decode the map because that's going to show us what we need. Does that sound reasonable? Yes and no, only on the grounds that we're not sure if the map has anything to do with the ceremony or something else entirely. Because it sounds like Vajra didn't need it, or if she did, she looked at it when she was already in the cemetery by herself. So She was also an apprentice beforehand, so... Mm -hmm. I thought the name was... I don't know, that's fine. I I thought the Nameless Haunt specifically said you're going to need... He is going to need this as well when we he were did. talking about Azure Blade or Azure Edge. And that was the, the topic of conversation was the right of Ascension. And and that's when he said they were going to need the map as well. That's why I was tying the two together, the right and the map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renair, do you know why the names on this are so odd besides it potentially being some sort of code? Uh no, I let me look at it again. It, again, it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, and he looks over the map. I, I do know a bit about the history of the city. Maybe maybe something <laughs> is historical. So he glances over the map and um, and essentially gets this face. Oh, I, I remember. Um, these are all wrong. These are not families who have lived in these places. None of these names have anything to do with any of these buildings, not in any of the history of Waterdeep that I have ever seen. Some of these buildings have changed hands over the years, certainly, but there are buildings that have been in the same family since the founding of Waterdeep, and the name on the map does not match the family name of the, the group that lives there or that owns the property or, or has ever lived in the property. There are, there are names on this map that I don't even recognize as being in uh, certainly, I don't know everyone in the city, but but you come and go enough, you tend to hear most of the names in the city. And, and I've read almost every book that's been written about Waterdeep history. There are names on here I've never heard. What's the name on the tower? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Can you say oh, that Sorry. Again? What's the name on the tower? Ah, there is no name on the tower. It's one of the- Not only, even Blackstaff Tower. Nothing. It's one of the no only name. locations on the map that has nothing written on it at all. I mean, there are a couple of other streets that you can tell, or, or it's hard to find a name if there is one. Um, but as far as, you know, monumental locations, they are all labeled. I mean, even the smallest locations are labeled, except for Blackstaff Tower. What's Troll Skull labeled? Ah, fabulous question. Troll Skull is... <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Anders statue. No, um, Troll Skull is labeled Avril, A-V-R-I-L, wheel. Avril's wheel, W-H. And Dernan, Moonlit Tavern. Moonlit Anything? Tavern. Oh, you're asking Dernan. Yeah, turning to Dernan to ask that. Oh, no, that's hogwash. This place has never been called that. There's a portal. Does the moon shine in here in a particular way at a particular time of the evening? No, it does not. Durvin, Durnan, like most things, is either 
um, gruff about it or laughing about it. So in this case, he, he finds it looter. Um, I will say that um, as you're talking about the map and all of that good mm-hmm. stuff, um, you get a, a sentence out of Marin. And um, the sentence from Marin is, it all begins with Craigill and the birds. Craigill is C-R-A-G-I-L. And birds is birds, B-I-R, Craigill and the birds. Uh, just like many of his other sentences, there's a proper name and then a bunch of gibberish. Mm-hmm. Can we find Craigill? Craigill on the map. You are welcome to scour the map for the word Craigill. Yes. Um, yeah. It takes a minute. Again, there's hundreds and hundreds of words that you kind of have to look through individually. Uh, but eventually you do find Craigill. It's on a, a small house in the northern part of the city. Um, nondescript, not a villa, nothing big, nothing major, nothing important about it, not even on the corner. Um, and it says um, Craigill and beneath it, is the word the, T-H-E. You know, there's, uh, well, not one for codes, but this all looks like a code. If mm-hmm. only we had someone who was good at cipher. Now, I, <laughs> on that note, uh, <laughs> on that note. could I borrow that notebook again, Barrett, with all the phrases? Sure, here you go. And I'm going to start looking for specifically proper nouns. I'm ignoring does, I'm ignoring, I'm looking for names. I'm looking okay. for names. And there are... A bunch. Uh, cool. When I say a bunch, there's probably, I don't know, 30 or so that are repeated that, that you know have been said multiple times. Um, the interesting thing that you now realize is that as you're looking at all this, actually roll an intelligence check and we'll see how much. My best. Well, is that what we've been using for your code stuff? I have the new cipher check. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, roll a cipher check. Okay. Still not great. 12. 12. 12 is good enough. Um, okay. It doesn't take long before you realize that um, you've been, you and Ander and Erky have been making note of what he says, right? And mm-hmm. several phrases have been repeated over and over and over. Um, it is now, as you're looking at this and, and sitting with Marin and hearing the story of Vajra and all that good stuff, you realize that the repeated phrases have been coming from different black staff. Mm-hmm. So Vajra has been saying her own set of phrases um, and it is, it's definitive. It's as if each of the Blackstaffs had their own piece mm-hmm. of something. Um, so the, the proper names that you find, um, like I said, probably, you know, probably 30, 20 to 30 that are repeated, probably only about 10 that are repeated in a huge quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, Craigill is one of them that you find over and over and over and over and over by two different black staffs. Wait, that's not true. Don crosses out a line of notes. Three different black staffs <laughs> um, have have used the word Craigill over and over and over in a different phrase. Mm-hmm. When Vajra was going through her process in this community, did she have many mentions of the city of the dead? For instance, like that was some place she was compelled to go as a starting place. I don't want to go to the city dead if Marin's pointing us in another direction. Just say it. She did mention it um, in a roundabout way. I don't remember the phrase that she used, um, but it, it was more something like um, temple of past or, or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, do you have anything like that in your notes? Is that anything that she has been saying? Um, 
What's and it called on the map as well? You don't have anything like that in your notes. The thing about a temple. Um, what is the city of dead called? On the map, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the city of dead on the map is called mm-hmm. Legit, L-E-G-I-T-Z, Path, mm-hmm. P-A-T-H. But that phrase does not appear. In the, in the journal as well. Correct. And do you recognize the name Craigle in any way? No, not at all. Um, I, I couldn't begin to recognize it. Um, mo- again, most of these names, I, I mean, there are a few on here that are members of the city, but many of these names are, I don't recognize any of them. Well, that's, I shouldn't say none of them. There are a few. And out of character question, just to make sure I have the details right. I don't know if I'm overthinking this, but did three different black staffs say Craigle and the birds or did three black staffs say Craigle in different phrases? They said Craigle and different phrases. Okay. Um, however, now that you've brought that up, uh, the three the three phrases all seem to deal with start, beginning, and dawn. So they all dealt with... Like sunrise. Yes, or, or starting or beginning. Okay. Well, I again, I'm, I'm saying to the group, I don't know if I'm overthinking this, but the city of the dead is on the east side of the city. So maybe... Something with the ceremony has to do with the sun rising. Maybe Kragel is a the name of someone buried there. I'm just gonna look at Marin and say, Kragel? <laughs> Nothing. No mm-hmm. Nothing. Nope, nope, nope. I'm gonna say it backwards, Ligark. <laughs> Ligark? Ligark? No, not, sorry. Nice try. Marin explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we oh, just, man. I mean, now that we know some of the names of the people who've been black staffs before can we just ask them you know like and i'll lean over the table and say vajra where to next and see if there's any response to that name um well let's see if you get vajra first shall we a good use say again Put that persuasion to good use. High charisma characters. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Actually, roll persuasion. We'll see if you can get Vajra to join you. That's a natural 19 for a 29. Um, so Vajra says, um, Vajra repeats whatever her sentence was. And I'm sorry, I don't remember what it was. But whatever her sentence was that references Craigle. It's better than nothing. That references Craigle. Can you spell Kragle again? K-R-A-G-I-L. K-R-A-G-I-L. Oh, C. Okay. C-R-A-G-I-L. So, Don, um, with mm-hmm. that roll that you had on your code breaker check. I whopping 12. You're whopping 12. Yeah. Um, I would say the other thing that you notice, um, the... The words or the, the proper names that appear mm-hmm. in um, in your notes, the phrases that contain those names are the most repeated. Mm-hmm. So those 10 phrases, is there like 30 names, but 10 names slash phrases that were repeated way more than anything else? Um, yeah. And it's more like 17, 18. Um, okay. And, and the, the propensity for those particular statements to appear um, I mean, they, they significantly outpace the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would then sit there and spend time just getting those phrases at least on one page so I could look at them together. 
the names or the whole phrases? All the phrases, but I'll underline the names just so that anyone else who looks at it, it's easier just to pinpoint, okay, da, 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 names. Okay, cool. So the phrases, um, the commonality between the phrases seems to stop at Kregel, that, that first one that you found. Uh, mm -hmm. So the, the phrases that are uttered, the proper names remain the same, but the phrases seem to make no sense in relationship okay. to each other. But so any phrase with a Kregel seems to be the start or the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Hmm. And again, on the map under Kregel was the word. The the Kregel does. Mm. And it's not like anything was crossed out on the map. It just literally as if someone stopped writing Kregel that. Yeah. So all of the, um, all of the location names, almost all of them are two words, mm -hmm. uh, a proper name and then something else. Most of them are a noun of some kind. Um, an object or river or something along those lines uh, with a few rare exceptions where you have Kregel and then the word the, or, you know, something. And then the word of, or around, mm -hmm. or, you know, random prepositions. Um, yeah. I'll just flip it and say out loud, the Kregel as if it's a title, anything happened, nothing. Nope. How about, uh a reference to something sequential. Kregel, the, mm -hmm. like what's next? The beginning. Together, yes. What's the yeah. sentence? Start, start. Kregel the start? Marin says start, start. Kregel the start? start on I, the map? Yes, yeah, nope. there's start. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, no the phrases that, or the phrase that keeps getting said about Kregel that Vajra said, mm -hmm. if, are any are those words any of the second words how to describe this? I'm basically trying to see if if Vajra says Kregel of the blue horse or whatever it is she's been saying, like can we find places on the map that say Kregel of, Kregel the, Kregel blue, Kregel horse, and then like connect. We take those the second places. word following Kregel. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Connect, the, connect those places together. Sure. Um, no is the answer to that question. But, <laughs> but, um, but in in checking that, in doing that, um, you start to also realize that the repeated phrases and there are, sorry, the repeated names, there are a few names that, that have been repeated um, by multiple Black staffs. Um, mm -hmm. That is the only one where the sentences that are spoken have a, a yeah, which is the start or the beginning. Of so maybe we're, sure. I, I've like already totally blanked. Did we find a Kregel on the map? We did not. You did Again. find Kregel on the map and the word beneath it is the. Okay, so what on the map is relative to what Waterdeep is? Like what is Kregel the on a, our Waterdeep map? It's just a. Just a house. A in house. The northeast so then maybe we're just supposed to go there. That is the general I think, or, idea, but you know. Or maybe in the city of the dead, there's a tomb or right. a grave for a Kregel, and that's where we're supposed to start the journey. And as a cleric of the hall, wouldn't I know if the hall had records of everybody buried in the City of the Dead? The hall has many records of the people buried within the City of the Dead. Um, uh, Renair would, would probably pipe in at that question and say, nobody knows everybody. Um, there, some of the tombs actually early on were... Um, portals were installed in the tombs so that the cities didn't fill up. So you could actually mm -hmm. bury someone within a portal and um, the portals 
over time, some of them were abused in ways they should not have been abused. Um, so nobody knows everybody in the city of the dead, but yes, there are of course records. Um, Helms Hall would probably have some records, but Renair would have many of them being mm-hmm. the Waterdeep historian. And Craigle is a name of the city. Like there are people who are Craigles. Uh, it's not a name he's familiar with. It's not a surname that he's familiar with. Okay. It's one of the ones that doesn't make any. And so you've got, um, essentially you've got 17 or so common surnames or repeated surnames um, that the black staffs have been saying over and over and over and over and over 17 um, that outpace everything else. Craigle is one of those surnames that is repeated over and over and over and also is on the map. I'd like to try an experiment. Yeah. I'd like to lay down a little drum beat. Oh, nice. And just, and go ahead, sing songy those those names. You know, uh, it's sort of it's, it's a, a impromptu Z rap right here with all those names. The the seventeen repeated names. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's, um, the reaction is to movement and music as those names repeated. So it doesn't seem to have any impact on Marin. Yes, Barrett, go ahead. I say Barrett will offer to hold. He draws a crowd little drum and start to play it oh good it's the troll skull band quick come on who's got the jug grab i'll just be the agent no musical instruments for me thanks i'll be the bookkeeper i'll be the gig organizer the bookkeeper let don going on stage (laughs) um that's funny uh okay so i will say z as you start to do that and just start kind of almost rhythmically repeating some of the names. Um, one of them pops up in Renair's mind. Um, Maywin. Maywin, that's an actual name. Those, those people actually live in Waterdeep. Maywin is one of the names that you've been see. See if they're on the map. Check in. Maywin. Uh, they live, where do they live? Uh, they live... Oh, gosh, uh, near the market somewhere. And he's just trying to remember approximately where on the map to look. Um, there is no Maywin anywhere near that particular area. But as you continue to um, search the map, you find the Maywin name. And beneath that word is Maywin's light. It's light. Aaron mentioned a light. There's also uh, pay- Palin or whatever light. Paneer. Paneer's light. And what on Paneer was light? Is that what you said? Paneer's light is the hall. Yeah. So Maywin's light is something else. And where on the normal water deep map is that actually labeled? Right. Now you have to get my I can make me check my notes again. Sorry, hold on. (laughs) May oh sorry, I lied. (laughs) Maywin's way. W-A-Y. Uh and that is um it. The the actual location or where Marin where Renair said it was the actual location. Uh, the actual location is um, just to the south of the Copper District, almost out of the city. Here I show you. Let's see, I keep forgetting I'm sharing this. I feel like what? Okay, uh, I would like to eventually, and I'll just say the plan here. I want to put a piece of paper over the map and connect all the names, and I feel like it's going to make a pentagram. You know, <laughs> as it just, but. That that's what Don would like to do next. Find okay. the spots on the map at some point and trace, connect them. Okay. So as you do that, a couple of different things happen. Um, first, you get all of the nouns that go with each of the surnames. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and because we're at 931, I will list all of those nouns for you in Discord. Um, the other thing that you get is a pretty obvious path. Um, it, there's no clear beginning or end, but you, you certainly, there certainly would be a logical path to walk if you were trying to visit all of these. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's essentially a kind of a semicircle um, that opens a sea that opens toward the water. Um, almost in the shape of a moon, one might say. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Craigle is actually at one point of that. Mm-hmm. So having, having said northern, all of that. The northern point, you said? Yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, having said all of that, it is 930. All so, right. And how much, how much who's left? talking first? <laughs> how much time have we been at the Yawning Portal? What time um, is it now? Oh, a good bit. This is this is intense talking and searching and figuring. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would say easily an hour. I mean, you're so you're well we're like curfew. Right on six. Yeah, easy, easy. I mean, that even that's pushing it. Can we call mm-hmm. it a short rest? Um, yeah, I don't. I guess I don't see re- any reason why not. It's not like you were doing calisthenics or riding a peloton or anything. No, uh, it's kind of hard to do that in this crowded. Indeed. Have I sensed? Any, I'll check in with my hand really quickly. I know we're on time. Have I sensed no. any? So the feeling of shadow is not intensifying. Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, it's still there. Obviously, it's yes, I mean, yes. You know, all the shadow checks, everything sucks. Yeah. But nothing, nothing seems to have changed. Okay. And we are off next week. Right. No. Unfortunately, we so are, aren't we? we will. We will definitely provide you with enough information to um, figure out what's going on that you've discerned from this map um, puzzle, so to speak, and let you puzzle on that. And then um, it'll be more clear once we puzzle on that for a little bit. Um, and as of right now, you're at the Yawning Portal. If as a group you decide you want to go somewhere else to spend the night, um, we can we can definitely make sure that happens in Discord over the next two weeks so that we don't have a dead week because I know we don't like weeks when we can't chat. So cool. So not a cliffhanger, not a very resolve, not a big resolution. What do you mean not a cliffhanger? We yes. (laughs) Okay. Well still a little bit of a cliffhanger, but in just a few hours it'll be less of a cliffhanger. So still something. Still something. Mm. All right. Uh I hope everybody had a great time. I hate that we're not going to see each other next week, but the 17th we are off. So no game on the 17th. And um, we'll definitely keep up in chat and I'll make sure I will make sure that you have plenty to do. So happy night. <laughs> happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye.